0: Greenlight network presents football time
1: hey welcome to the football time podcast we're here for college football week 13 the holiday edition and with us as always is dynamite picks dynamite David are we ready for some college football this week
0: yeah I am I've got some uh, fun picks it should be fun to watch
1: all right holiday edition so we're recording this a little early so these picks might be a tad fluid as things uh progress in the week and who knows what gets canceled and what gets played so uh fluid picks for an early recording
0: yeah i've already had two picks that i like get canceled so we'll see if any of my others survive until this weekend
1: i will not i have not looked up the update of canceled game this week so uh (laughs) if i have picks of games that are already canceled then uh that's just too bad for right now and we might adjust as we go later in the week all right so let's get into our headlines from week 12.
0: Now this made
1: headlines. All right, it was another pretty uh, pedestrian week due to a lot of cancellations. um, And uh, needless to say, I fell asleep in the night slate. So uh, (laughs) nothing really held my attention too much. Uh, The afternoon games were uh, pretty good games, though. All right, so let's start out with probably the biggest game of the week. Ohio State, Indiana, a real barn burner. Looked like Ohio State was going to run away with it, but uh, Indiana fought back and uh, had this thing uh, right until the point where uh, an interception sort of cost them uh, that game. What would you make of this game?
0: Yeah, I I don't want to take too much credit away from Indiana here, but watching that first half, I think – Ohio state was really just trying to force too much offensively. Their run game was really strong. Um, they had that 28 to seven lead at halftime and then it just seemed like they were just trying to force passing the ball. I don't know if they were trying to pad field stats or whatever, but it, uh, forced them into three turnovers, um, kept Indiana in the game and Ohio state really from putting it away. I thought they could have, uh, put the dagger in Indiana, but they let them hang around and then, uh, then started giving up big plays to Penix, who so give give him credit. He was zipping some balls in there, looked really good. Um, and I think he had almost 500 yards of, of passing against uh, Ohio State's defense. So they looked good. Uh, had a shot. Uh, had that uh, forced turnover on downs there at the end. Had the ball down seven, but it was held to a quick three and out, and then didn't really get a chance from there.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a noble effort from Indiana. Ohio State, I continue to be a little perplexed by I, I can't tell really if they're a uh, good bad uh sort of okay uh you know at times their offense looks ridiculously good their defense has been um poor uh I'd say pretty much all season long but um with their remaining schedule of Illinois Michigan State Michigan I don't foresee much of a test uh, essentially this was the test so I mean I think we're getting Ohio State for sure in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, I just see no way where they lose one of those three games that upcoming for them.
0: Yeah, I think we've got a potential good um, Big Ten championship game. Uh could be between Ohio State and Northwestern.
1: Yeah. Uh, Indiana now, on the other hand, uh, the schedule did them no favors. They put a lot of effort into this game, and their remaining three are Maryland, Wisconsin, and Purdue. Do you – See a bit of a drop-off here?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm actually, I think this weekend's game could get interesting. Um, I think they need to bounce back and recover quick. Uh, if they lose this weekend, it could start a slide, and, and they could lose four straight to, to go out on the season.
1: Yeah, this Maryland game uh, coming up is a pretty interesting one. I, I'm very curious how this is going to play out. All right, we'll move to our next game. I, I put this on the list mostly because it uh, had some gambling uh, intentions with you and uh <laughs> sort of probably ruined your night i believe when i walked in and told you uh sort of what happened in the uh game the purdue minnesota game minnesota 134 31 uh possibly the worst offensive pass interference call i've ever seen in my life was made to uh sort of cost purdue this game here
0: yeah i've i've seen some explanations on this call and by I guess by the rule you know if the receiver extends his arm whatsoever but I just I watched it and I think they like tapped hands it was it was something ridiculous yeah
1: that was the thing I don't even think he extended his arm or shoved it was more just a lower level two hands touching as they're both running more than anything that I saw
0: it looked like it's just his arm coming back in a running motion. And I, I just – I don't understand the call. Uh, you know, you suggested that the refs got a call from somewhere to to, to make that flag come out, and I, I could buy that. Um, I've just never seen anything that bad. Purdue won that game. And uh, that's all my notes say from that game is just <laughs> bad call.
1: Yes. Uh, um,
0: it, it was, was pretty much back and forth uh, the rest of that game. So, um, but – you know, Minnesota got the W, and and uh, it's unfortunate for Purdue, I think.
1: Yeah, uh, the thing with the Minnesota W there, uh, it's not likely, but uh, they play Wisconsin and Northwestern left on the schedule. Now, you know, a couple breaks here or there, it would take a little bit, but they beat both Wisconsin and Northwestern, and they're sort of sitting there in that division for possibly a chance to go to the Big 12. Big 10 championship game. I mean, it's not likely Northwestern would have to lose another game, but uh, if you play them both, it's sitting there to try to make a little late run here as poor as they've played all year long.
0: Yeah, and and if I remember right, you know, we talked about Minnesota getting a chance to pull out that division in our Big 10 preview this year.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we predicted it uh, to go quite this way, looking (laughs) pretty much terrible every week and getting uh, a couple lucky wins here and there. All right, we'll move on to, I'd say, I thought this was probably the most entertaining game of the week, Uh, Cincinnati-Central Florida. Cincinnati uh, got all they could handle from Central Florida, grinded away, got a really nice win, uh, really played good defense in that second half. So what would you make of this game?
0: Yeah, I I thought Cincinnati would win this game. Unfortunately, they didn't cover the, the plus five and a half or minus five and a half that I had them at. Uh, but Desmond Ritter looked really good. 338 yards passing two touchdowns and 57 yards rushing and two touchdowns rushing. Um, I thought they, they hurt themselves a little bit getting in a hole early and uh, they had a fumbled punt return that helped UCF get up to a big lead, but uh, they fought back, you know, and, and it's good for them to have a game where they face adversity and were able to recover and and their defense kind of settled in there towards the end.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, they play Temple next. I don't think that'll be much of a challenge, but uh, the one I, I was staring at uh, coming up, Tulsa. Uh, Tulsa's played some pretty good football of late. It, it will. Uh, they needed a semi-miracle to win that game uh, last <laughs> week, but uh, they got the semi-miracle, and then uh, the AAC, AAC championship game, which right now would probably be smooth. and uh, then you have a chance for them to go play a Pac-12 team. I don't know if they will. That's a lot of football, but uh, I think if they want a chance to the playoff, they probably have to at least entertain the idea of playing one of those Pac-12 teams.
0: Yeah, I was I was on break at work this morning, and, and the four-letter network started talking about Cincinnati. I've been big on them all year, and it looks like the national media is starting to really uh, maybe jump on that bandwagon. So uh, I'd like to see them win out and, uh, and try to get that fourth spot.
1: Yeah, and if they win out and then play a Pac-12 team, whoever it be, and win that one, I I think they more than deserve a, a chance to play in that playoff uh, coming up. If if there is a playoff, <laughs> with the way things are going right now, that thing might be played in March. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll move on to a. I'd say a less entertaining game, but a close game. Wisconsin 7, Northwestern 17. Northwestern continues their good run. I wouldn't call it the most spectacular game played, but Northwestern's defense still, you know, is probably one of the best defenses in the country. The offense is finds a way, but uh, Wisconsin really got shut down here.
0: Yeah, this may have been one of the ugliest games of the weekend. <laughs> um Mertz for Wisconsin had three interceptions. Wisconsin had five turnovers to the Northwestern, one turnover, and they actually outgained Northwestern by about 100 yards. But there was 17 punts and six turnovers in this game, so that is about as ugly as you can get. But kudos to Northwestern for, for grinding out the ugly win, and they, they have a good chance to run the table here and maybe get a matchup with Ohio State in the championship.
1: Yeah, uh, Northwestern's remaining schedule is uh, pretty easy other than maybe that Minnesota game in there. Michigan State, Minnesota, Illinois, I don't see them having too much of a problem. Now, uh, I did look at Wisconsin's remaining schedule, and uh, it's quite difficult. Uh, from what you saw from their offense, uh, you think more losses are in the cards here? Minnesota, Indiana, Iowa. That's uh, three, I'd say, pretty tough games after you know, sort of getting a pretty light schedule to start the year.
0: Yeah, I was really surprised by Wisconsin's lack of, of, of uh, consistent offense in this game and, and just the struggle to find a passing game. I guess teams have figured out that if you just run commit against Wisconsin, you, you stuff them, and uh, that could cause more problems in the rest of their schedule if they uh, if they can't figure out how to not turn the ball over when they pass the ball.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the big game that turned out to be a dud of a game, Uh Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, 41-13. Oklahoma just dominated essentially from the kickoff. Oklahoma State brought nothing to the table. Uh, what would you make of this one?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, Spencer Rattler's finally looking like what we expected him to, you know, 17-24, to 24, 300 yards passing and a rushing touchdown. Oklahoma dominated this game start to finish. Um, Oklahoma State continues to lay an egg against Oklahoma, and um, – that actually opens up the window. I, I can't remember who they've got on the schedule, but I was uh, They State. have
1: uh, West Virginia this week, which is the tricky one, and then uh, Baylor. But uh, I wanted to get into that a little bit. This Big 12 is really yeah. uh, sort of condensed here, and they all sort of play each other. Uh, I was looking because West Virginia is one game back right now, and they play Oklahoma and Iowa State, so – you know, theoretically, if they can win those two games, which would be very difficult, but, you know, if you want to play in a championship game, you got to win difficult games. And then Iowa State has Texas and West Virginia left. Texas has Iowa State, Kansas State left. And Oklahoma State has Texas Tech, TCU, and Baylor left. So, it, I mean, I don't think you could say anyone, including Oklahoma right now, is guaranteed into that Big 12 title game. Uh, Oklahoma's probably playing the best of anyone, but... Uh, What do you make of it? Do you think uh, right now Iowa State only has one loss, but uh, what is your thinking right now for the Big 12 championship game?
0: I I think Iowa State's in the driver's seat right now with that one loss, Uh, but right now Oklahoma's the hot team. Uh, But but West Virginia's been playing well too, so um, I think Oklahoma State, I I don't don't know if they're going to recover from this loss to Oklahoma and and, uh, their loss a few weeks ago, so
1: yeah I'm very curious how they come out against Texas Tech this week
0: yeah i was i was eyeballing that for an upset special um but that's that's one of my options later because i just i think they're gonna they're gonna sputter out of control here after that loss now that I think they're gonna give up on their season
1: yeah I'm also really curious about this Iowa State Texas game this week uh. Just uh, Iowa State's been playing well, but they've been playing sort of the bottom feeders of the Big Twelve. But uh, Purdy at least looks back on track, and uh, Texas—I don't really ever know what I'm going to get from Texas.
0: Yeah, it's 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 something new every week with Texas. I, I, you know, I was looking at that game and I was like, why is you know Texas is? Uh, I think they're given they're getting two at home in yes. this game, and but you, you just you never know. I mean, Texas could come out and just get killed in this game or they could come out and dominate in this game.
1: Well, when I was researching, I I looked and I was like, who are Texas's losses? And then I remember they lost to TCU earlier in the year. And I'm like, "Yeah, wow, how did that happen? And I'm just like, really, I just uh, don't know what I'm going to get, but it should be at least an entertaining game. All right, we'll move on to uh, Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina. Appalachian State came out, through a haymaker, and uh, Coastal Carolina just wore them down and uh, dominated that second half, really. So, uh, I mean, they're pretty much in the driver's seat for the uh, Sun Belt there. Uh, Texas State, big matchup versus livery, but that's non-conference. And then uh, Troy, so uh, Coastal Carolina, run the table here.
0: Uh, I think they're going to win that conference, but I'm really looking forward to that matchup with Liberty in two weeks. I think that's going to be a really good one. Uh, but I, I feel bad for App State here because they, they had that 17-9 to 9 lead at half. I was eyeballing that score when I was watching some other games. I was like, hey, they might just do it. So but, was
1: I because I had Appy State. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, Coastal pulled it out in the second half, and, and App State really got hurt by their three interceptions and uh, just goes to show you turnovers decide the football games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was curious, what do you think uh, Coastal Carolina, now, would, they, would a Pac-12 team invite them in, or would that be way too dangerous, uh, no reward for the win, and uh, all risk if you lose? I, I,
0: I don't know if a Pac-12 team would, would reach down to a Coastal Carolina. I think, I, I think they would play a BYU or a Cincinnati but I think Coastal is just not enough reward for a Pac-12 team. Yeah,
1: that's. I was just uh, curious if they'd sort of have the gumption to pull that off and then be embarrassed when one of them loses to uh, Coastal Carolina. But uh, we'll move on to the Liberty-NC State game. Uh, I don't know if you watched any of this. I had it on on uh, TV4, but uh, it was not a entertaining game, almost as bad as uh, Wisconsin and Northwestern here, but uh, – Liberty just not enough offense uh, versus uh, NC State's defense here. And uh, that uh, undefeated dream is sort of uh, out of it. But uh, I'm pretty excited for the Coastal Carolina game uh, sort of coming up here.
0: Yeah, uh, NC State's defense, really scrappy. Got a safety, three turnovers, and a blocked field goal. And uh, that's pretty much the story of this game. But uh, really low offensive outputs from both teams. Neither team had more than 200 yards passing. But – uh, pretty impressive win, I think, for NC State, defensively. Yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, so I pose the same question with Coastal Carolina. Would a Pac-12 team bring in Liberty? They have a little bit more name value, but uh, with this loss, I just uh, it probably hurts them. I think if they were undefeated, they'd have a little more chance, but uh, not enough name value to bring them in. But you think...
0: No, I, I don't think so. I'd actually choose Coastal over Liberty if I could. But, I, I, you know, it's the same thing with them. I just don't think there's enough reward for in playing that game. I think you're better off not playing anything than playing that game and risk losing.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's our headlines for the week. And we'll get into our recap of our Week 12 picks. All right. So uh, you went 2-4-1, a little bit of a struggle this week, a couple games uh, sort of. Just didn't go your way, uh, Purdue being one of them. And uh, so you had Cincinnati minus the five and a half. You had Wisconsin minus the six and a half. Purdue minus the two and a half. Arkansas plus the three. You got a crappy push there. Indiana plus 20 and a half with the win. Boom goes the dynamite. A great call on the Illinois Fighting Illini. We wish you would have made that your upset yeah. special. We all yeah, would have been would've rolling in get the get money, money and could have retired, I think. Uh, so, <laughs> Illinois plus 14.5 with the win. Boom goes
0: the dynamite.
1: And also, the Illinois-Nebraska under. You did not get that one, 59.5. half. Uh, somehow Illinois scored 42 points which <laughs> I'm not sure I've seen since the 1980s and when Jeff George was uh, playing football there so uh tough week but uh, a couple pretty bad beats that put your overall record still at a good 31 25 and two I went four three and one on the week Indiana with a win Arkansas with a push the Florida Vanderbilt over uh, did not go over Florida decided to play pretty lazy offense. Uh, Central Florida plus the five and a half a win. I continue to ride the Penn State Nittany Lions to a lot of L's. Tennessee Auburn under the 50 and a half win. Washington minus the 11 and a half win. And the Utah Utes. You probably shouldn't play a team who hasn't played football all season long versus one who's played two games. That was a dud loss as well. That puts me at 33, 22, and two on the week. So what do we got for week 13 this week?
0: I got a bunch of picks, and uh, we'll get a few into them and and see if anybody can pick up a theme I've got going this week. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I've got nine overall picks, and then maybe a little bit of an upset special later, uh, but I had a hard time picking a good upset this week.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I got six picks right now, but uh, like I said, this is sort of fluid, and I might add I might subtract as the week goes on. So what's your first pick?
0: First, so... You know, I've, I've been big on the match in the past few weeks. And oh uh, yeah, I should
1: mention you've been continued your hot streak during the week of the maxion. So, uh, you went undefeated again, uh, this last week.
0: Yeah. So, um, there's, they're starting to play the same time as the big boys this week. So I've got them, I've got them in my picks this week. Uh, I'm gonna start off with Toledo minus 10 versus ball state. Uh, I just, I like Toledo's offense a lot better than ball states and, uh, And I'm also going to go with the over here. The over is at 64 and a half. Uh, The total in the last six of seven for Ball State has gone over, and we've got the over in seven of nine for Toledo. So I I just think you've got to go with that trend and take the over here. Well, there'll
1: definitely be a lot of possessions in that game. I will say that. All right. uh, My first one is Iowa State plus the two over Texas. Uh, This is the time when Iowa State gets uh, hot, and uh, I just – I don't really like Texas, and I hate Tom Herman as a favorite. So we're going to see if Iowa State really is as good as uh, they've been the last couple weeks. And uh, two points I thought was – I think Iowa State might be the better team. So if you're giving me points, I'm taking Iowa State.
0: Yeah, I'm staying far away from that game.
1: (laughs) All right, what do you got up next?
0: All right, so I had two in that first game. Uh, My third pick – and I may revisit this. The, The spread is moving quite a bit. Uh, but I like the over in the Maryland versus Indiana game at 61 and a half. Uh, I think both of these teams uh, defenses are pretty porous and I think uh, uh, Penix and Tua junior are going to be throwing the ball all over the place. And uh, I like, I like them to easily cover that, uh, go over that 61 and a half. But if this line drops uh, maybe under 10 uh, for Indiana's favorites, I, I could probably take Indiana, but uh right now it's a little too much for my my liking
1: well we agree because i have maryland indiana over at 61 and a half too i'm very curious where the line goes right now where it's sitting i sort of liked maryland but uh it seems like there's a lot of steam on maryland right now so if it drops you know under around a touchdown or so i i might start to uh jump on indiana there it's it's sort of sitting in a double sweet spot so i i might at some point try to middle it uh depending where it goes throughout the week
0: yeah a lot of action on maryland this opened up at, at 14 and uh, it's already down getting close to 10 now
1: yeah i also have no clue what to expect from maryland after being off two weeks so all right what do you got up next
0: up next uh, another uh mac game i've got central michigan minus six versus eastern michigan uh, Eastern Michigan's 0 3, and, and Central Michigan just came off a really tough loss to, to Western Michigan, 52 44. Uh, but I, I think they'll uh, come out and beat Eastern pretty well. But I also, also like the over here at 60 and a half. So that's my third over this week.
1: Right in the overs. All right. Well, I went Northwestern Michigan State. And I certainly did not go over. <laughs> I went under 42 and a half because uh, I'm pretty much assured I don't think Michigan State's going to score any points in this game. And uh, I'm not quite sure Northwestern can get to 30 no matter how bad the opposition is. So uh, I saw this and was like, uh, this game's going to be played in the low 20s. So uh, this would have to go down a lot for me not to jump on it here. All right, what do you got up next?
0: Well, I bet you can't guess what I got for my next game.
1: Are you going more maction?
0: It's more maction, but uh, I I didn't pick in the spread in this one. Uh, It's Kent State at Buffalo, uh, top two teams in the MAC currently. Uh, I've been liking this Kent State team, but I just I don't know how they're going to perform on the road against a a good solid Buffalo team. But I am taking the over at sixty six and a half uh kins had the over in six of their last eight buffaloes had the over in seven of the last nine so you got to go with the trends there and take the over in that in action.
1: yeah most definitely all right so i'm gonna jump on your over train miss state old miss over 67 and a half uh Leech, kiffin my guess is both these try to show off and see who can score the most points uh i would not be shocked if this game was played 70 to 60s and uh so 67 and a half i am not concerned about at all in this one because i think both these teams are really going to try to score a lot of points in this game
0: well uh guess what i've got
1: another match
0: no i actually have that same over that you just picked oh Um, we
1: both jump on that big over there i think we both saw that and was like this game's not going to have a defensive stop the whole time
0: yeah, this is my fifth over on the week, and I just uh, Mississippi State finally got some offense going last week against a, a solid Georgia defense. And Ole Miss's defense is nothing, and Ole Miss is scoring in the forties and fifties the last few weeks. So, yes, this this game will go over sixty seven and a half.
1: All right, what do you? I got uh, two more left. All right, uh, I,
0: I have two more as well. Uh, All right, we'll stay with that Ole Miss Mississippi State game. Uh, I've got Ole miss minus nine and a half there as well
1: oh i, I just I, I, uh can... i couldn't pull the trigger I was very scared of backdoor coverage uh on that one <laughs> i I see this
0: game being like 48 to to 24 or something like that so um I, th- I think they get the over I think they'll get in the 70s but I, I think Ole miss covers nine and a half
1: all right I'm going to go. With North Carolina, plus the five and a half. I think their big play offense can hit some huge plays versus this Notre Dame defense. And I also am going to write it for my upset special. Mac Brown's good for one of these a year. Now he also might get behind by uh, 30 points and then try to make a fourth quarter comeback. But nonetheless, I, I... this just has the feeling of one of those Notre Dame letdown games and where they sort of screw themselves over out of the playoffs here.
0: Well, I've got one more, uh, regular pick before I get to my upset special. I'm actually going to take another over my, uh, sixth over this week, uh, going to be rooting for a lot of scoring in the coastal Carolina versus Texas state game. Now it's, a uh, Kinda of daring, I think, taking an over with Coastal Carolina, but I've I've watched this Texas State offense and they perform really well at home and uh, they've hit the over in four of their last five. And Carolina's averaging almost thirty eight points a game. So I, I think they break this and f- over fifty eight and a half.
1: Yeah, I actually uh stared at that one for a little bit. I, I just uh, it was sitting a little too close to the number where I was I was thinking this game might go. So uh I was I was in stay away mode right there. My last one. We're going with West Virginia, 10 and a half. Uh, we're going to ride the uh, West Virginia at home. Uh, granted, I don't get my normal noon start. Yep. Sadly, I get my 730 start, which uh, if the stadium was packed, I'd be just as happy for. But uh, since the stadium will not be packed, um, not quite as uh, good a home field advantage. But uh, nonetheless, I have really liked how this uh, West Virginia defense has played the last uh handful of weeks, and I uh, think they're sort of rounding into form. It, it could come back to bite me. Oklahoma's been hot, but uh, I just uh, I've liked what I've seen from West Virginia the last couple of weeks. All right, where are we going with your upset special?
0: So I I bolded a few, uh, and I kept coming back to this one as my favorite. And while I I couldn't pick between the two teams earlier, I I really like this Kent State team, and uh, I think they may uh, pull off the upset at Buffalo to to take sole possession of the mac uh so i've got Kent state plus 205
1: all right good call all right it's turkey week enjoy your holidays and that's our show Double. and we're out